This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English and I'm Darren Adam, back again in one of my favourite places in Iceland, which is in Borganes. And thank you once again to the good people of the Barra Bistro here in the town that have let us come in from the uh, increasing cold <laughs> to uh, have a conversation. Today, Gerhild is my guest and she is originally from Austria, but has found her way, like so many of us, to Iceland, has been enchanted by the country, but has quite a life to describe and talk about, particularly when you tell us what you gave up, because you played as a violinist at a very high level for decades in Austria, didn't yes. you? I played for 30 years in, a, in the orchestra as a violinist, but it was very stressful in the last years, and I decided to realise my dream from childhood to move to Iceland. And when I came the first time, it was just a journey for 16 days. Mm. It was great, really great. And when I went out of the airplane and I had a deep breath, I n knew I am coming home. Yeah. I am at home now. Do you remember when you first felt like that? Because I'm exactly the same. I remember as a child, as a five-year-old child, being fascinated by Iceland and having no idea why. The same thing. I don't know why. We didn't speak about it. I had no book about it. We didn't have television at home. We had no television. So I don't know why. It was just in me, in my body, in my soul, in my head. Yes. I can't and, explain and so it. It was always for you a one day thing. It's I've got Iceland. That's a, a place I might go yeah. to, could go yeah. to. Yes. Yeah. Because someday I hope that I can add that. It was my great dream to go and I was hoping to go one day to Iceland, to get moved to Iceland. And when I decided to stop in the orchestra, I went for one year to Iceland. It was 2012-13. Uh, I got free in the orchestra for one year, but I had to do something, to go to the university or to work or to learn a new job, yes. something like this. And I decided to go to the university to learn Icelandic okay. in the Hawaii. And, and, and having heard your Icelandic earlier, you accomplished that aim pretty successfully. It's your language. I, yeah, it's yeah. my language, yeah. Now it is my yeah. language. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm dreaming in Iceland, on Icelandic now, in Icelandic. Did you, when you came to Iceland, obviously you wanted to give up the life you had in Austria, but did you want to take music with you? Did any part of you think, I want to be a violinist or involved in music in some way in Iceland? Not really. I tried to play a little bit, just at home, uh, in the in the stove, in the in the living room, mm -hmm. and I did it once in the COVID time with a friend, and we played. He's a piano player, and we played for the people here in Borgenes. But then I felt felt no, it's not mine. I will have a new life yes. and live a new life. Yeah. And and many people said to me. Why do you want to be a guide? Which is what you're now doing. You're a guide yeah. in the Highlands, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm a guide, yes. an Icelandic uh, guide. I, I went to school in Reykjavik, mm -hmm. to the guiding school, for one year. It was very hard. All the teachers, all, all the exams, just in Icelandic. Mm. I had to learn a lot. It was very hard, but I like it now. I can go around, I meet people, from different countries, 
countries. Yes. And well, let's let's talk a bit about that because we're having our conversation here in the middle of September. It is a short season in the Highlands, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very short season, but most of my uh, trips are around the island, around Iceland. Once I have been on the Westfjords three times across the Highlands, and the, most of the journeys are around, just on the mm. road one around Iceland. Now, these Highland roads, for anyone who's not familiar with them, they're called F roads because F stands for Fjall, which is hill or mountain. They are the interior roads. They close very early in the season. They open very late. Sometimes they're only open for a couple of months. Do you find as a guide that there are more people, perhaps who aren't very well equipped, are coming up into the highlands and getting into some difficulty? Oh, yes, I feel. I, I could see it in, in the summer now. Not on Sprengisandur, on the longest highland road, but on the other two highland roads. On little cars, they're not allowed to drive there. The people don't know about this. Yes. And they, yeah, have an accident and cannot go uh, further on. Mm. So it's very difficult to see that. Yes. And we can't help. Some of these roads require the driver to cross a river, not over a bridge, yeah. <laughs> but through the river. Yeah, they're over the river. And yes. you just may go through the river with a... Uh, Four, uh, four wheels drive. Four by four. Four yeah, by yeah. four, yes. Yeah. And some of the agencies for the cars, for the rental cars, give the people just a normal car. Yeah. And they think, yes, we can go to the Highland. And then there's a river, what they have to do, well, yeah, but to yeah. cross the river. And it's not possible. So what kind of information then do you give? You're obviously sharing your love of the Highlands and your love of Iceland and your passion, but what sort of information do you find yourself giving to visitors? All kinds of information. The inhabitants of Iceland, the living on Iceland, all the sagas, the old yes. historic stories, the um, stories, fa uh, fairy tales, for example other stories around the stones and the trolls and the elves yes. and all the um, information about the money, the tax, the school system, all what you can think about. Some of these roads are haunted, aren't they? Haunted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes. That's, Have um, you ever had a sighting or anything that made you think twice about going down a particular road or being in a particular place? I have many places. <laughs> I have many places to go there, the West Fjords, the East Fjords, hmm. the the Kveredalir, where the hot springs are. Yes. A very famous place for me. And Akureyri is also a very... I like the place, I like the town, I like the fjord. Yeah, it's a wonderful place. But we're in Borganes, which is where you live, which is the best place of all. Yes, it's <laughs> the, best, the best place to live for. Yes. Because it's a very wide valley. You have the the moor, moors, the moors, the yeah. moors, yes, yeah. and high mountains on both sides. Yes, and you can walk where you want. You haven't go to on, on trails. You can really walk. Just find a way up and down the mountains, yes. and the very beautiful mountains around the valley. I came to Iceland permanently at the start of this year. Iceland, even in the middle of Reykjavik, is a very different experience. It sounds like the change that you've had is even yeah. more dramatic. Yeah, it's, uh, the life in Reykjavik has really changed. It's a modern town now. Not when I came 15, 
not, not the, uh, the, the modern buildings, the new glass buildings haven't existed. Mm -hmm. They were built in the last three, four years. And I don't like this uh, part of, of Reykjavik mm -hmm. because it could be in every town in Europe or in other towns, big towns. Yeah. And the old town still exists and it's beautiful and very uh, to feel like at home, to be peace, it's peaceful. You can sit there, no danger for women who are alone maybe mm. at the evening, it's not really dangerous. So you can move where you want. Yeah. It is a safe city but maybe the character is changing just because it is becoming so much bigger but then that's a sign of Iceland's popularity isn't it? Yes it's a sign <laughs> and and all more and more people guests come to Iceland to visit Iceland mm -hmm. because of the nature it's the first to, to visit the nature then to hear about the living on Iceland about the people the horses and sheep that's very uh, uh, important mm. And, but uh, maybe the nature is uh, too many people now here, because if the many people visit, for example, the Deptifoss, mm -hmm. there has to be a toilet there, there has to be a parking place there, there has to be a, a better road there, to build a better road there, and, 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 and. Yes. It is very difficult though, isn't it? Because if you say that the attraction of a place is that there's no one else there, yeah and that's what makes it great, then people are going to want to go to the place where there is yeah. no one there. But of course, if they do that in big numbers, they end up with a place that's yeah. very busy. How do you manage that, do you think? How do you solve that? I personally... Well, if you've got any ideas, but yeah, I mean, society in I, general... I, I have no idea how to manage that. Yeah. But I think the Icelanders have to think about that to have some places, such like Landmannalöja, as it is now, mm -hmm. just to have modern toilets, maybe, yeah. and not change and build a, a big house, a big guest house or a, a small hotel, as it is in the heads of the, mm -hmm. uh, of the foreigners. When you talk to the tourists and the visitors that you guide and that you help, are they surprised by what they see or does it sort of line up with their expectations, would you say? They're very surprised what they see. They're surprised. Very surprised about the nature. What's uh, built on Iceland to see the trails, the, the roads, to visit the famous places, and they're surprised how many people are there. Mm. Mm. They think when they come to Iceland, it's we, we are alone on here, yes. on the island here. Yes. Do they think that they're going to be alone as well when they go to yeah, the island? They think though, so, but yeah. they see when they arrive on the airport how many people are arriving, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they see the store um, yeah. cruise ships. They're really big cruise ships, yeah. maybe 2,000 people on a day move out and go around the island. Yes. So they can imagine that we are not alone here. What advice would you give to somebody that wants to visit the country, but maybe wants to visit the highlands and doesn't want to get in the way, doesn't want to leave anything behind, doesn't want to spoil the highlands? What shall they do? Mm. To go for a trip with a bus. They have to go to uh, buy a trip, a day trip maybe, or a two-day two trip, if it is possible, uh, with a bus, and hope they come <laughs> over the highlands. Because that will keep, them, that'll keep them safe, won't it, yes. if they do that? Yeah. The, the, the people are safe. They know they come to the next hotel. Maybe it takes a little bit longer time. 
yeah. to cross the rivers. We have to stop to watch. It is maybe it's not possible to cross the river. We have to go back because mm. of too much water in the river. Could be. Yes. So and the people are safe in the bus. It sounds like you really love your life now and what you do now. Do you miss anything at all about playing the violin back in Vienna? I mean, you're shaking your head already. No, I'm not <laughs> missing it. I'm not missing it. I like and I love my new life, yeah. really. It's freedom here. I'm free, I can do what I want. I'm retired, so I can decide. I can go for a, for a trip, for a journey to, to guide. I can say yes, I can say no. Yeah. I can decide what I want to do. And I can go for a walk alone. I can go for a walk with friends. Yeah. I can drive around the island. I can visit places I've never seen before. What do you do when it's not the summer season, when the highlands are closed? I'm at home. I have a garden. I have to do a lot in the garden in the autumn, in the fall. I'm knitting. I'm spinning. Yeah. I go to town to visit museums, to, to meet friends. Maybe sometimes I go to a concert once, two times in the winter time. I like to read really paper books. Yes. Yes, to sit in, in my corner, uh, a light, a candle maybe, yeah. and to read. It's a wonderful life. And the best bit of all here in Borgenes, you get to enjoy Barabistro. Yes. Yes, that. yes, that's the best place. <laughs> and to meet friends, to meet friends and have a talk. There is more from Ruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Ruv English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Ruv. <laughs>